Welcome back to the Gary Sutton Show on WSBA, where it is time now to get your financial pulse taken. And who better to do that? The one, the only Ryan Fox Gettysburg Director, the Financial Consulate, a fee-only financial advisory firm. And he joins us here on a beautiful Tuesday morning. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Hey, I'm great, Gary. How are you today? I am glad to be one with the earth today. I really am. How's that? Absolutely. It's time to get our financial pulse taken. And you, I, In fact, I think you have an Earth Day theme involved here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Today is Earth Day. You know, it's the concept of, you know, we're only renting the planet from future generations, and we need to continually become better environmental stewards. And, you know, we need to enjoy the land, but preserve it for future generations. And, you know, at, at one point you heard about this 20 years ago, and you, you kind of thought, hmm, where's this going? Well, now it's mainstream. And now it comes into our thoughts with our nonprofits that we're involved in when we look at how we're preserving agriculture across South Central Pennsylvania. And, and really, it's gone from its infancy to adulthood over the past 20 years in the investing concepts, too. So I thought I'd take a couple minutes and just share some insights that might interest people, because we're seeing more and more interest in socially responsible investing concepts. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Tell me a little bit more about it. Yeah, what they are is, you know, it's it's the idea of investing in companies that use sustainable practices, uh, you know, the concept of the color green ideas and do social good. And there are a lot of variations of that. I mean, some 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 mutual funds that are out there, for example, specifically won't buy anything that has anything to do with alcohol, tobacco, uh, gambling, pornography, weapons, and sometimes it includes even pharmaceutical companies they won't buy if they're involved in certain areas like perhaps birth control pills. Um, others will say we won't buy any sort of government bonds because those bonds' revenues could be used to finance violence, war, things like that. Right. And 20 years ago, there were only a couple mutual funds around, but now there are hundreds. And people will say, well, gosh, you know, it must be really, really popular. Well, that's part of the answer. There's been a lot of public demand for better corporate governments across the board. And most major U.S. firms now have a specific uh, dedication to socially conscious investing practices within their business. There are a lot of watchdog groups out there now, and as a result is, Almost every company in the S&P 500 has dedicated resources to being seen as a socially responsible steward within their business practices. Huh. So, uh, again, how, how that figures in now as you're looking at, uh, you know, what you want to do in terms of money and so forth, you now take a look at, you know, various companies and say, oh, okay, they're hitting into my philosophy, right? Yeah, it really is. And, you know, the, the concept has become so so common that you take Coca-Cola. I was reading there to get ready for this, their 2013 annual report to shareholders. 17 pages in that annual report, which has a couple hundred, but those 17 pages are all dedicated to how they are trying to verify and share how they're being good environmental stewards. So they yeah. talk about the sustainability and improving lives, creating jobs, climate protection, energy efficiency, and water rights around the world, how they're trying to recycle, and also be a gender-diverse company when it comes to promoting to the executive and you know, management <laughs> right. levels. You know, it's it's interesting when you when you say that because you're right. It has become part of the Main Street language, and you really can't compete now uh, unless you have those kinds of things all into your mo, right? 
Yeah, it really is. When you, when you look at most mutual funds, it would be hard to find ones that don't have an extreme slant or extreme exposure to socially responsible firms. Um, and so this concept has really become mainstream where when people say, well, I want to invest that way, it's becoming harder and harder to not invest that way. Uh, so it's becoming really part of the mainstream, which I think is great. Yeah, I, I think, you know, you, you're conscious, you know, we are stewards, we are custodians of the world. I think we can go overboard with it sometimes with some of the environmental sure. stuff. But by the same token, I think there is a willingness on the part of all people to say, yeah, we want to leave this place in better shape than we found it, and or at least in as good a shape as we found it, and maybe even find some ways to make it better. One of the things I wanted to ask you about, Ryan, you know, a lot of people are going about spring cleaning right now. Finally, we can get back outside and the temperatures yep. are, are decent. And, and I know we don't often think about that in terms of our financial spring cleaning, but I guess maybe there is such a thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Four quick points. Now is the best time because the weather's nicer and it's easier to get out about. Contact your attorney or find a good one. Ask your financial advisor, but get your wills, powers of attorney, and living wills done, please, or get them updated. Ask your financial advisor to go along to the meeting to help provide an outline for you. That is vitally important. And here's here's something that just came up yesterday. I got a call from someone who's not a client. They were helping settle an estate, and they were going through a lockbox. I don't know if that was a safe deposit box right. or a safe at right. home. Person had been divorced 15 years ago, remarried, and then unfortunately passed away late last year. Okay. Found a bunch of stock certificates still in joint name uh, with the former spouse. Wow. That is a huge issue. And they said, what should we do? And I talked real briefly about some of the issues. And I said, you need to find an attorney to help you through this process because it's similar to a beneficiary designation that's never been updated. It could become literally a catastrophic event. And the Supreme Court has supported that beneficiary entitling typically over supersede a will. You know, another thing to do is contact your insurance company, call your home insurance company, whoever it is, and ask them if you have earthquake insurance. Now, sometimes the ground rattles, and if you have damage, (laughs) it may be excluded. So call them about that. And while you're on the phone, try to see if you have full or limited tort on your auto policy and ask them the difference in cost and also what you're giving up by doing that. Many people go for the cheapest rate, but if you're leaving yourself significantly exposed and putting your family's economic future at risk, it may pay to switch to full tort. Ryan, I want to ask you one other question today, too. We're going a little longer than normal, but that's okay. I want to get the answer to this. I know a lot of times, you know, financial advisors will call the client and they'll say, okay, here's where we're at right now. Things are are what they are. Do you like when the client calls you? Is that is that ever a problem when they call you and say, by the way, I was wondering, I had some questions about, uh, geez, where do I go with this? Uh, how do you feel when clients are calling you? Oh, I love it. Uh, sometimes it makes me feel like I've dropped the ball, though, and I should have called them. But <laughs> Uh, really, really important. Uh, communication needs to be open lines going both ways between advisor and client. Um, that can be done via telephone calls. We enjoy answering those. I'll tell you, probably the number one way is email now. Clients will sit down and say, gosh, I have a question about something. I'll shoot Ryan an email. Right. Um, and really, you know, the, the whole key is no matter whether it's a phone call, a voicemail, or an email, is getting back usually within 24 hours, often much, much, much more quickly. But we want clients to come to us. We want to be their quarterback for all things financial, whether it's funds we directly manage or not, we've got to know what's going on in their 401k. We've got to know that, okay, there's a grandchild, they want to set up a a 529 plan. I'll show them exactly how my kids' 529 plans are set up so they can get help that way too. So phone calls are always a good thing. 
Ryan, great stuff. And, of course, you want to have that relationship like you have with the rest of your family because the things that you're doing are going to affect your family. Ryan, right. where can they get hold of you? you got the phone number and that wonderful website. Thanks, Gary. It's 334-1861. reaches me here in our Gettysburg office. Uh, www.ryanfox.info is our Gettysburg-branded website for the financial consulate. They can go to ryanfox.info, find the phone number, email me, ask all kinds of questions, and, and people are doing it, so we're very, very thankful. And, and one of the things, too, is some of the questions might have been answered, too, in some of the previous segments we've had, which you put up on ryanfox.info, right? Absolutely. Yeah, these will be posted usually within uh, three or four hours of our clip. Ryan, always great having you on. Thanks so much. Have a great week. And I feel a little bit better now about doing some spring financial house cleaning too. Take care, my friend. Talk to you next week. Talk to you next Tuesday. Ryan Fox, Gettysburg Director of the Financial Council, a fee-only financial advisory firm with us here to take your financial pulse on a Tuesday morning.